0: Geek number seventeen point five,
1: recorded live at N Log N Studios. Wow, that was like funny. That was pretty funny. No, that was nerdy. Come on, you. Oh, okay, insult. it's geeky. Yeah, that's
0: that's so overused. So geek maybe it's so maybe you're a geek because we still don't have an answer on that.
1: That's true. By the way, I'm your host Craig,
0: and I'm your host Pat. Someday we'll remember to do that at the beginning of the show. Oh, I like leaving them in suspense. So this is going to be a short episode because it's all like holiday season and probably no one's even going to have time to listen to it, much less have us time to record it.
1: Now, see, I, I think it's on the contrary. People are going to be so sick of their families and their loved ones and spending time with people that they're going to say, I just want an inanimate stream of zeros and ones piped directly to my head.
0: So, speaking of that, I've taken the jump and upgraded my iPod to 2.2, and I now pick up all my podcasts magically over the air.
1: Oh. So, over the... Uh, the uh, I want to make some like joke about tubes that are like not really there, but I can't think of anything, so...
0: Yeah, I don't think the joke's really there, either.
1: No, it really isn't. Boy, I'm, I'm off tonight. This is terrible. So, what are we going to talk about on this short? Well... I would like to talk about something very interesting. But since I don't have anything interesting to talk about, I'd like to talk about an article I read at uh, the Coding Horror blog. All right. What was this article? This article was actually very cool. It was an article talking about how – well, it's called Hardware is Cheap, Programmers are Expensive. And it actually kind of illustrated for me something that uh, I had kind of always suspected, but this really makes a lot of sense. Alright, so let me ask you a question, Pat. If you have uh, a program or an application, say a website or something, and it's just not performing very well, wh- what would your first, like, line of defense be to kind of get things going again?
0: Uh, mine would usually be profile the database.
1: Okay, profile the database, do some, uh, you know, some sort of analysis or whatever. Well, this guy has, like, kind of a different, uh, a different take on things, and it makes a lot of sense. He said, basically, if you have a performance problem in your application, throw hardware at it initially, because basically, it's hardware is cheap, people are expensive. And uh, he goes through, and he pretty much talks about the uh, the ramifications of having someone kind of go in and optimize an application you might have. So, for instance. If, you know, you have your application and you go in and it's running slow and say you go in and you profile the database and you try to find out which, uh, you know, you say you spend a day and you try to find out, oh, this is the stored procedure or this is the query that's running slow or these ones are. So now I have to figure out a way to optimize those and yada, yada, yada. And the, the fact of the matter is you could potentially spend weeks or months to get very small or maybe – negligible improvements and you know what they're paying you the whole time and i'm sure they're paying you a lot too
0: so oh yes and remember though uh you probably cost about twice your salary give or take when you factor in benefits and the cost of maintaining a space and all that
1: exactly right and if you think of this uh at last time you checked how much does a uh a couple of gigs of ram cost
0: um don't don't they come for free in cereal boxes now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's like, you. Can, I don't think you can buy RAM for under, like, one gig per stick, and that's, like, basically, you know, they use that to line the kitty litter box. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, exactly. So you can, so if you have a server that's running your application, you can pretty much quintuple the RAM, I mean, if it'll accept it, you know, upgrade your processor, put in a faster disk controller uh, put in a you know a RAID five array, something like that, and you can probably what this guy talks about is for instance what he did for some one of his servers he uh, he said about five thousand dollars in hardware he got fifty percent more CPU speed, uh, you know multiple times the memory and uh, like way more disk space. So five thousand dollars, if you think about it, if this is if this application is your livelihood or if it's a main, one of the main parts of your business, uh, you know, that type of performance increase can just be, you know, invaluable and for $5,000 and basically your programmers can be working on something, you know, important.
0: Right. Here's where the cynic in me kind of steps in though. Um, It's a great idea, but the question is, does your application scale with your hardware? That's not always the case, right? That's a good point. Um, there can be there are very simple mistakes that can lead to applications to becoming you know bound by this resource or that resource so it's not a panacea it certainly can be the right approach to get an easy cheap boost in performance uh, but it's also entirely possible that your application has some other scalability bottleneck that will prevent this solution
1: and that's a good point um, I- I've recently seen an application where uh, a as you had kind of mentioned before, where the database actually, because of some other issues, but was making the entire, uh, you know, was completely the bottleneck on this application, which, and it wasn't even real huge, but it was just because of some database issues, which were not, basically not scaling well, you know, it was causing a huge problem. So that's a very good point.
0: Right. I mean, there, there are a lot of things that an experienced uh, developer will give you that can really help with scalability, right? I mean, there's little stuff like make sure your transaction log is on a different device than your data, yep. things like that. Um, but that, you know, that aside, I think he's got a really good point that a lot of times, you know, really just throwing a little bit of cheap hardware will get you a boost and it might be enough of a boost for now.
1: Yeah. And how many times have you seen where there, where, a you know, a, a group is trying to fix a problem and basically they have a bunch of people sitting around and they and we and they do this in other industries too where uh, and I know you and I have experience with this exact sort of thing where you they'll sit 10 people in a room for 2 weeks to fix a problem to get you know a 0.1% improvement in something and you know and basically in the, they'll say we want to get a huge improvement in our process or a huge improvement in our You know, application throughput, but we don't want to spend any money. When in fact, if they would just spend a couple thousand dollars, like they can, like make the problem go away, or at
0: least mitigate it. It's true, and it happens all the time because people really are uh, not interested in. You know, it's it's that accounting stuff, right? I mean, I guess you feel the money you're spending, and you don't feel your sunk costs as much, until someday when the economy crashes, the Fed rate hits zero, and you have to lay everybody off. Oh, wait, that's now. (laughs) I was going
1: to say, like, uh, until, like, yeah, yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: so I was going to say, it's it's kind of funny because we both stumbled across this article at the same time, and, like, I was emailing you funny quotes from it while you were saying, let's analyze this on our podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. Well, there's something else in this article that, I mean, it is apparent, but, you know, which I think is kind of cool because... Basically, he spends the beginning of the article saying throw money at the problem, but he also is saying that you know you need you do need to optimize your code, but but he's saying you know kind of don't do this retroactive thing because he shows this graph which comes from a book called Programming Pearls, which I think I want to pick up because it sounds interesting, but basically about uh, how this like crappy old trash eighty computer does so much better at. Then like a relatively modern like DEC alpha machine in doing some sort of task and basically saying it just has to do with the algorithm that the computer is using and, uh, which I think is just kind of telling, which means, which says you basically have to make good decisions from the beginning, which goes back to what you're saying before about you have to, uh, you want to make your application scale. So if you said, all right, you know, I found this this sorting algorithm which is kind of this kind of kindergarten computer science but I found this sorting algorithm and I can program it in five lines of code so I'm going to just save you know I'm going to be able to move on to my next task so fast it's great but little do you know it's you know what insertion sort but you know it's just so fast but that's not going to scale to you know pretty much anything if you'd spent a little bit more time up front you know you're not going to have to worry about oh now I have to throw like you know, a 15x faster processor in there just to get my application to work.
0: Yeah, if if you worked for me and I caught you writing your own sort, you would have some explaining to do. <laughs> you got some explaining to do. Um, yes. so, so I I want to quote the funny quote that I saw, but uh, it's something I really try to stand by in my coding. So yep. uh, it's from M. A. Jackson, and it's the two rules of optimization. Rule number one: don't do it. And rule yep. number two, which is for experts only. Don't do it yet, and uh, that's that's something I really agree with. Um, I'm I'm a obviously I'm a big fan of you know good code, uh, and yep. that does mean you have to get your code to a certain performance level. Uh, but one thing I hate is when people optimize their code before they've run it. Right? I mean, humans are really really bad at understanding where the slow parts of a really complicated system like a computer program are going to come from. Absolutely. Um, so I'm a big believer that until you have data from a profiler saying this part of your code needs to be faster, you should probably not worry about it.
1: Which kind of goes back to the thing though, you know, there are certain things where you can make good decisions, which to prevent something that is like known badness, you know, like I don't know, like a, a sort type thing, or you know, or use making writing your own algorithm to do something where, like, say, you know, the .NET framework. Provides an algorithm that is optimized. So if if you kind of choose to kind of an unknown quantity, then you know you can optimize by not being clever. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. So so overall, this is a good article to read. We think for programmers. I, I think it is. I, 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 can I
1: just give the uh, this six uh, his six step optimization? Uh, flowchart or whatever, yes. which I think is actually pretty cool. All right, so step one in optima, or, you know, in improving performance, we'll say, is one, throw cheap, faster hardware at the performance problem. Number two, if the application now meets your performance goals, stop. That is something a lot of people have trouble, you know, just kind of saying it's good. Benchmark your code to identify specifically where the prog- performance problems are, which is what you said. Use a profiler. Use something it knows, Analyze and optimize areas that you identified in the previous step. And then number five, if the application now meets your performance goals, stop. Number six, go back to step one, which is the hardware issue. So you know, it's a cycle.
0: Yeah, and it's a good approach. The other thing to remember is that uh, there's an opportunity cost, right? So not only are you chewing up some sunk costs, but there are other things your programmers could be doing that might be generating you know profit or new cool stuff. That if if they're optimizing an application that you could solve with a couple hundred bucks of RAM, you know you're 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 doubly missing out.
1: Yeah, and optimization is boring.
0: It is, and and it also makes your software fragile, right? Once you've over-optimized, you've super-specialized it, and it's potentially going to be quite difficult uh, to extend it in the future. And as we all know, stuff changes over time.
1: It certainly does. It certainly does. Uh, there's one other thing I want to mention, and then I promise I'll shut up. Actually, I can't, won't make a promise I can't keep. But this guy also references another article he wrote called The Programmer's Bill of Rights. I, highly, I don't want to really talk about it, but I do want to highly recommend that our listeners uh, follow the link to The Programmer's Bill of Rights. I think it is just the most shocking thing I've ever read because it's so simple, yet I'm completely surprised at how few of these rights most programming shops have. So, So give a peek to the Programmer's Bill of Rights.
0: Sounds good. And so on that note, I guess I'd like to thank everyone for listening. uh, And happy holidays. We're kind of on partial vacation ourselves. And we'll be in touch next year. Isn't that crazy?
1: That is crazy. Next year. And that would be 2010, right? That would be 2009.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Off by one. It's a common error.
1: Well, I, 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 I rounded, uh, you know, I rounded up. Oh, you, so,
0: you used bankers rounding.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I do want to say that everybody, your New Year's resolution is to email us at tg at tweakedgeek.com or give us a call at 678-999-6321 and let us know what you're thinking, give us some ideas for a show or just Tell us something scandalous that we can make fun of you for.
0: And we have some scandalous voicemail, but we'll leave that as a teaser for next week. It's so deliciously naughty. Bye for now. (laughs) Goodbye.